0: might be for you She's beauty in
1: the hey babes tis i tracy g here you know what first and foremost i want to remind you that your existence has a purpose a purpose that extends way beyond just wandering through the bare basics of life i don't know i just felt like i need to get that off my 34c chest I. And you know what, I do not care if you have absolutely sub-zero idea of why the hell you are here. I still stand by my firm belief that you are invaluable, Bo. So if you have yet to find your pot of gold called a passion or a skill or a gift, et cetera, et cetera, I remind you that much of the time, gold is buried, my friends. So let's just all find the fun and get in dirty. Mmm, I smell the sweet aroma of a segue, yo. Let's do it. So speaking of getting dirty, here we are at No Sex Zone Part 2. Why is there a Part 2? Because, uh, quite frankly, my legs are open again. And I feel so wonderful about that. Uh, Not really because the craving for my man's meat and potatoes was just out of control, but because I feel cleansed secure more deeply aware of my intuition plus yes of course being with a beautiful soul of a partner absolutely intensifies the whole situation I mean? and yet I am not married Mm-mm. <laughs> which is commonly when the celibacy chapter is supposed to end right uh, such is the case in more conservative settings I should say and you couldn't push me to ever criticize someone who genuinely felt it best to wait till that white dress drops to the hotel floor but um conservative has just never been a go-to descriptor of mine and i know many of you guys feel the same so that's why i had to grab up my bestest girdly once more to talk about the intricacies of post-celibacy life minus the husband (laughs) and for usual it's very raw vulnerable, um, but oh, so needed. And when you're done listening, I have a freemium guide I created for y'all that I am so damn proud of. It's a celibacy contract of sorts called No Sex Zone, The Dope Woman's GPS for Navigating Celibacy. You can get it at she'sbeautyandthebeast.com slash contract I also mention it in the convo, blah, blah, blah. Let's just get into the convo. I love you. Here we go the right track baby i was born this way you're recording okay great you have that part that part Wow. shout out to freaking gaga stomach man <laughs> stole the show for all the right reasons killed it and all the freaking body
0: shamers out there sit your ass down losers your grave is deep she brothers did, she did everything that could be done she flipped She was carried, she hugged, she ran, she danced in heels, she hopped on a piano. She flew into the somersault in the air. And most importantly, she
1: represented the average woman. You know what I'm saying? Not even represented, celebrated the average woman. Like, let's give it a higher notch. And people just, mm, they want the impossible waistlines, man. And it's crazy because, unfortunately... For the most part. And hey, you know what? Let me recognize the baby steps, because women are definitely seen through a different lens in 2017 than, let's say, 2007 or 1997. But still, we're looked at for aesthetics first, mm-hmm. word second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Stomach first, <laughs> idea second. <laughs> Waistline first. <laughs> Talent second. Mm-hmm. Shit ain't right, man. you doing your math all wrong. Come on, reprioritize things. Anyways, Bergolini, Traceellini. a.k.a. Girdley. That is I. A.k.a. My sharpest of all shooters. Oh, wow. That's nice. A.k.a. My celibacy coach. <laughs> okay, Girdley, so quick recap Um, because the last time that we were sitting here in front of these microphones was when we did No Sex Zone Part 1 and we talked about the big why behind our choosing to be celibate for our time periods, Um, our personal definitions of celibacy. Mm -hmm. Um, We asked ourselves, must one give up the sweet delights of cunnilingus and fellatio to be a certified celibacy caretaker i guess however the fuck we want to call it we talked about what's good with deadlines what's good with explaining this shit to our boyfriends (laughs) the soul feeding benefits the pussy killing challenges Uh. (laughs) we had our freaking events all of it oh and by the way so for whoever's ears are catching all of that we're talking about right now, if you are, in fact, interested in celibacy, which me and Girdley co-sign very strongly, Mm -hmm. I have something for you. I got two things. Well, one, take note. And go back to episode three of No Sex Zone if you haven't heard that yet, because um, that's the part one. And that is very, very thorough. And everything that I just said, like, what, 65 seconds ago, we go into full detail with. And also, go to she'sbeautyandthebeast.com slash celibacy, and you know what's going to be waiting for you there? A pot of gold in the form <laughs> of a celibacy contract mm. that I created to help you guys, um, customize your new bedroom diet (laughs) so to say (laughs) to help you optimize it and most importantly to help um, keep you accountable and very very close to your why because along your journey there will be I don't want to say many but there's gonna be temptation Mm -hmm. you know seconds minutes hours maybe a couple days depending on your DNA and all of that but the point of this podcast with the part two is because me and uh Girdley, we didn't necessarily see celibacy as all right let's take it all the way to marriage going back to me saying how you can have a customized a you know made for you type of celibacy means that you can give it its own expiration date and that doesn't necessarily have to be when you have a veil over your eyes and for myself Um, I was a bit conflicted when I had first. And by the way, I was celibate for, I don't even know y'all because I was embracing it as a lifestyle. I want to say a year and some change, something like that. Maybe let's just give it a year and a half. So I sound real professional with this Mm -hmm. shit. year and a half. I'm just going to own that. Okay. Um, and I had many a conversation with God on if I felt it necessary in, my bones and my spirit in my vagina to keep it until marriage or if I wanted to unravel all of that for the right person who I was willing to commit to and I knew was willing to to commit to me in both spirit and flesh. Um, Girlie, what was yours? You said you were just going to do 365 days, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Just kind of like as a cleanse. Mm -hmm. Did you ever think to yourself... Maybe I want to extend it or shorten it.
0: Um, Yeah, actually, like once I finished the year and I had such a good year and it reaped so many like benefits for me, I really wanted to do the next year celibate, too. Like I really wanted to take it into 2016, but I already told told him who I was dating. And by that point, we were already like five months in. Mm -hmm. I already told him that it was a year Mm -hmm. thing for me. And that I would be done, right? So you said the, the year, right? You
1: said his expectations. Yeah, already. I don't want to do that. So. Yeah, but I, I could him.
0: go again after you complete a year doing it again. Is not a problem. And if I am in a position where I am single in the future, uh-huh. depending on what God has in store for me, I will, I will do it again. And it wouldn't, and it would not come with as much hesitation as it did before. Word up! It's nothing now.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! It's so interesting to see how. Your power does not escape you when you close your legs for a little bit longer.
0: <laughs> no, it actually builds up. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: Your womanhood just shines even brighter than it once did before because you see yourself beyond a sexual being. You see yourself outside of the male gaze or, you know, the female gaze, too, depending on what your orientation is. But you know what? I wanted to complete a thought because I realized I kind of left it in the middle. Um, so it's important for me to have this conversation because I realize there are no conversations about post-celibacy life. Mm-hmm. Because majority of the time, the narrative is you're taking it till you jump the broom. right? But for many of us, or at least at minimum, for me and Girdley, it's not necessarily the case. And it can be an emotional shift and a lot of questioning and feeling almost like a rebirth Mm -hmm. in a sense. And so I wanted to just, I guess, for anyone who's about to enter a celibacy chapter, give you an idea of what it could look like when you decide to flip the final page and go back to humping. Yeah. (laughs) So for you, girly, and I'm definitely going to share as well, And I love you because you'll be so transparent with me. Oh, gosh. Along with all the hundreds of people who listen that are not in front of us. So it makes me feel more comfortable. But anyways. But as far as you're willing to go, what was it like the night that you lost your virginity for a second time in a sense?
0: It was a magical night. It was a magical night. And that is the that is the fun thing about being celibate and then breaking that celibacy because you can treat it like you're losing your virginity but this time you're gonna do it right Mm. (laughs) and you're gonna do it smarter and um i made a whole event out of it it was like the most celebrated day we ever had like like rose
1: petals on the floor oh
0: really yeah (laughs) like hallmark style girl like rented a spot and bought an outfit oh
1: yes i remember uh, now and
0: did the whole nine like we got this awesome we went to the m citizens hotel right, which right, you put right, me right. on to <laughs> and i got this sweet little number from nasty girl ah. i highly ah. recommend and um i got a vajazzle i think i was looking at like different lingerie sets for you oh yeah you were you helped me i was heavily investing yes (laughs) Yes, you were and you were thank you so much for that because that piece still goes hard (laughs) what a
1: piece i'm happy to hear that and i know like a conversation we were having leading up to the day um Mm -hmm. we were making sure that if it didn't feel right if it felt like too much pressure if it felt like okay i have to i'm too attached yeah. To this date yeah. Then you weren't going to go through with it Yeah
0: I wasn't going to do that It's really not about the date It's about where you are But mm-hmm. also remember that you are dealing with Another person's expectations mm-hmm. And their hormones And their you know their emotions And they're an invested They're invested in this moment Just as much as you are Especially if they waited for you mm-hmm. So you want to be sensitive to that as well So trust me Me my nature is to always push things back If things aren't perfect I'm like a crazy lady <laughs> like that Like no Very ardent like you know very ridiculous but um i couldn't yeah my <laughs> dude's sitting over there like let's go so um yeah we whipped it up you know got a few things together just to make it special for my own self you know yeah. he was down for whatever could have been anywhere he would have been fine but um it was nice to just make it special and it was, it yeah. was awesome yeah. so no nerves any build up like that actually i was nervous because I heard from a friend beforehand mm-hmm. when I told her that I was um, doing my whole celibacy thing. And naturally, people just assume that I'm a very, very, very sexual person. Yeah, same here. And um, I guess. Why you do know? you
1: think that is? Like, what is it about, like, our
0: energy, Girdley? I don't know. Well, I mean, I know the way that I dance is probably... Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I guess because <laughs> you're so free about conversation. I don't know. I think that they just assume that this is you it know, the big hair too I don't know what it is but people be like girl let me tell you about this sex I had and I'm like what makes you think I'm interested in right, that right is it the... I mean you know I'll entertain uh-huh. it but for you to think that you had to save this story for me right specifically is wild um, but yeah she told me and she she was shocked that I was being celibate and she goes well you know um, I heard that you know most women who end up breaking their celibacy they lose their you know their sex drive um, it goes down <laughs> And I was really nervous about that because mm. I really wasn't as horny as I used to be. Yeah. And I was nervous. I'm like, oh, my God. You know, like, am I going to have to work to get back my mojo? Right. You know, and I, I kind of did have to, to be honest with you. Huh.
1: What was that process like? What does that look like? Um,
0: Did you reintroduce
1: porn into your life? I have, So let me tell you this. No. Longer than celibacy. I think it might be. It might be three years since me and Pornhub.com have broken up.
0: Yeah, I just don't need it anymore. (laughs) It actually does feel dirty now. (laughs) Before it did it? you know, it only felt dirty afterward. But now, even in the beginning, I'm like, "Mm -mm." yeah, Uh,
1: yeah, I don't I don't need it anymore. Um, So you do you utilize your imagination
0: more to up your mojo? What is it? It's more of my imagination and foreplay. It's taken very, 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 seriously. Girl! If there is no foreplay, there is no play.
1: Son, you could have added like a hundred
0: more R's to very. It's not happening. Yeah. You know, and the words of the great little kid.
1: Say it! Salute her! Say it!
0: You ain't licking this. <laughs> you ain't sticking this.
1: Come on. And
0: I got witnesses.
1: Right. And I think for me, and that's so funny girl girly, because you already know our lives just parallel, parallel each other very naturally. Um, so I'm interested in knowing if my reasoning is the same reasoning for mm. you. And I think I just, for the most part, want to be shrouded in intimacy. Mm-hmm. That is very important mm-hmm. because how much um, the celibacy was able to help me compartmentalize love and lust Mm. i have to make sure when i am indulging more on the lust side of things you know getting my back blown out (laughs) when things are happening in bed you know you can't really say you're making love if a man has his freaking palm around your neck i'm just not sure if you can say this (laughs) is making love all right if you want to argue with me twitter hit me up someone will (laughs) i'm down for the debate but So, so when you're doing, when you're very free and uninhibited and just, you Mm -hmm. know, in your, in your human beastly side of sex, so to say, I know it's a wild image. I personally need to know the foundation of this is love, Yeah, you know, and not that I need this constant, it's not that, so here's the thing. It's not that I ever question
0: it, but I love a sweet reminder. It's, I mean, and. I feel like it's necessary for the female condition anyways, because like, if you want the most out of a woman, she has to be comfortable. Mm -hmm. If you want a real good lovemaking session or even just a good fuck session, there has to be a level of comfort that she has there. And if that happens through foreplay, if that happens by knowing that she is loved by the other individual, Mm -hmm. whatever needs to happen But you cannot expect a woman who has to literally spend her entire day protecting her body and Mm -hmm. the image of her body and the expression of her sexuality just to censor it strategically Mm -hmm. all day. You can't expect her just to unrobe it because in your mind it's sex time. (sighs) Moment of silence. So true. Nah, man. There's a process. You have to respect. She has to unrobe, literally, spiritually, mentally, emotionally. And it is a process. You cannot expect... And any woman that just said... Every now and then, yeah, you do get these girls that are like, right here, right now, let's go. Yeah, yeah, You know, it happens. But I would say for the average woman, it is a process to get us to our peak of intimacy.
1: Absolutely. You
0: know? We need
1: that. Yeah. No, I'm totally here for that. Um, Just to to say my story. Mm-hmm. So, I didn't have it planned, um, a date. However, I was... There was open dialogue between me and God because, and I think I mentioned this in the first podcast for No Sex Zone. It was the challenge for me was the deeper I was falling in love with my man, that made it harder for me because I wanted to fully express myself. I'm like, okay, we've definitely we've we've mind fucked, we've spirit fucked in a sense, you know? And I wanted the full braid of it. And you need three to braid something together and it was just the physical form of it and I felt like God was like Tracy not everyone has to learn a lesson at the same time when you're in class when you're in school some people are a little bit ahead some people even skip the class Mm -hmm. some people get left behind (laughs) but It's all about when do you receive the lesson, Mm. you know? And for me, it was, do you now finally see yourself as a spirit? Do you know what that feels like within yourself and when it's held in the palms of a respectable human? You know, like, are you, are you guzzling down lust in the same manner you were before to the point where you're so drunk off of it you do not know what love necessarily looks like Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying like all stuff like that and I felt like I had gained it Mm -hmm. and that's not to say that I'm allergic to lust now or I just and me and my boyfriend I had these conversations it's not this freaking magic wand that is tapped over your freaking shoulder. And now you're just going to be solely attracted to your one partner. like, you know, I am a human freaking female, so I'm going to feel different things, but I feel like I'm much better with identifying the source mm-hmm. of those feelings and understanding the full picture and how indulging in this moment doesn't necessarily bring me to any sense of purpose It's not productive <laughs>
0: not and it's so fleeting
1: yeah it's so so fleeting it's so fleeting so to wrap that all up, okay so any of you who listen to me you guys know that I tend to go on my many tangents <laughs> and I like to build a quilt with my words but to get to the point I felt like God was like it's on you mm-hmm You have your lesson. Do you want to just continue learning because you're just a (laughs) learnaholic? And that's cool. But I got many other lessons lined up for you, girl. Mm -hmm. So go for yours. Um, And I did not have a conversation with my boyfriend on if I was ready because I didn't want him to subconsciously. I don't want to use the word pressure, but seduce me Mm -hmm. into, you know jump straddling him (laughs)
0: yeah i I would recommend that approach because like i said there when they know Mm -hmm. you know you start being mindful of that now that becomes a factor which was the issue with sex to begin with Mm -hmm. is that another person's physicality is now on is now a concern for you right because it's on pause right you know and it's it's just a lot right 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 and you
1: don't want to feel like you're hijacking someone's pleasure
0: yeah and you don't want to feel like you're playing with somebody's emotions Mm -hmm. all of that all of that all of that yeah
1: so my boyfriend was very um surprised and like taken aback i think i think he was sleeping (laughs) if i can recall no movement was really happening in bed but um i told and that's so funny because it's kind of similar to how i lost my original virginity (laughs) would you look at that you keep, you know, you keep it. The continuity is there. <laughs> Anyways, but, um, but yeah, but I woke him up um, and I, I said that I was ready and he asked me twice and we did the deed and I enjoyed it and then I cried my eyes out.
0: Why would you cry?
1: I don't know. I felt very over. I felt like I felt very almost infant like. It was crazy, but
0: it literally was as if I was seventeen years old again. Oh no! I was about to say I cried. I cried like a baby during my first time, but the second time, to- the <laughs> second time I lost my virginity,
1: uh, it was like pop champagne. What? Yeah, I mean, I'm pro <laughs> at this point. Really? Yeah. And then, so yeah, it was a mixture of that. It's just feeling very, 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 very vulnerable. Also tears of joy, and also like. Did I make the right decision? Yeah, that's that is the thing. Because sometimes I felt like God was like, I'm gonna leave it up to you. And then when I hear that, I don't know if it's a test or I don't know if it's literally girl, choose your own adventure. Both doors will give you blessings. You know, but after that, we prayed. And the next day I prayed as well. Well, he was also worried in the morning. <laughs> Cause he was like, you're crying. Oh my gosh. But we had, and he was, and I love that he was concerned and that just further confirmed to me that this was the right person. Yeah. This was definitely the right person. And I had commerce, you know, post-celibacy conversations with God. And I felt like God was like, yo, it's lit.
0: I I love (laughs) that you said that because I do think that that's important. Like before anybody makes that decision, Uh, To break that celibacy vow or to even and then even after the fact to talk to their partner about it, but to talk to your creator about it first and how important that was. Mm -hmm. And I remember before mine happened, I spoke to God about it a lot, too. And it's so confusing because depending on where you stand on religion, there are a lot of different politics around sexuality and modesty and where a woman should stand, Mm -hmm. depending on what's on her finger and what's not on her finger. And like, um, I just remember first thinking to myself, well, God, you brought me this man and you know, you did. So, <laughs> so let's not act brand new. Right, let's know? get down to the accountability. You know? <laughs> so I remember that was the first part of the conversation that I had. And then um, secondly, um, I I asked God, I thought to myself, okay, uh, in in the book, it says, when you get married, that's when you should be having sex. If, you know, if you're if your uh, celibacy reasons are religious or whatever based, you know, spiritual, spiritually based, that could be a factor in your mind if that's where you stand, um, is if that's where your faith falls. Mm-hmm. And I just remember... Um, thinking to myself okay god like when people get married they take a vow before you Mm -hmm. they take a vow to be committed to each other to love one another and um to stand with each other through good and very crappy times Mm -hmm. and god if i can tell you that i promise to do that with this man and if he promises to do that with me can right before you right now for making this agreement can we have sex right and it made sense to me mm-hmm. and i did make and i did make that agreement with god and before him and i were about to do it literally i'm i'm oh at this point i'm over his body mm-hmm. he's laying down i'm on my knees all i have to do is just take a seat mm-hmm. and right before i was about to I like put my hand on his chin And I'm like Do you love me Do you promise to protect me No matter what Will you be there for me If I get big If I break a leg If I need you to take me To the bathroom Word. Will you do that Wipe my ass You know And he was like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now granted I had him in the most Compromised position <laughs> I was about to say Ever <laughs> Ever And you know I know God was looking at me Like girl bye But <laughs> <laughs> I had to at least Make an attempt Right You know and and, um, verbal agreement yeah I mean a little some some so so do you consider so do you think that you're married um I don't think that I am married because I'm not married uh-huh. but
1: um and I I, I asked that because in essence you made the vows like the vows that are present within the ceremony of marriage is just you weren't in a chapel you were in a bedroom I know <laughs> on a lap <laughs> not bad
0: quite the throne Uh huh. um i don't think that i'm married no i don't um but i do think that i am in a place a bit more serious than dating uh-huh. and i do believe that my commitment to this man cannot be as shallow as it has been in past circumstances mm-hmm. i if he gains weight we're gonna have to work on it i can't just be like ew mm-hmm. no i have to deal with it if he gets sick God forbid, if he roams, we're going to deal with it before I say, fuck this. Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: girl, you grown. Ugh. All cats groan. <laughs> I hear you. Cheers to that. Yeah, I'm at the same place. Damn it, man. There right. are levels to adulting if y'all girl, haven't realized it yet.
0: I'm taking a drink right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a never-ending ladder Ooh, to yes. this shit. So let me ask you this, Gardley. If he broke up with you, Over some fuck shit. Would you feel like you had made a mistake in having sex with him? Can you please explain
0: the definition of fuck shit?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Let me just throw out a scenario. He feels inadequate
0: as a man and wants to go find himself. Okay. So if he broke up with me for that reason, would I take him back later? No.
1: Would you feel like. You shouldn't have given him this second go around
0: of your virginity. No, I would not have felt like that. Because okay. in the time presently, we can only live in the moment, guys. You mm-hmm. can't be making decisions for the past and for the future. That, yeah. that will mess you up. Right At that moment, in that time, that man was committed to me and loved me with everything that he had. And he showed it to me in multiple ways. So no matter what, there was no other man in my life more deserving of it than him at that time. Mm-hmm. The person that you're going to be tomorrow is not the person that you are today and you never really know who you are because you are always evolving if you're living right Mm -hmm. so um no i'm no whatever the future holds is what the future holds you know and that was part of my vow to work with him Mm -hmm. regardless of what whoever he becomes in the future yeah so you know even tomorrow if he god forbid cheats on me or needs to step out or needs to do this or needs to find that or needs to become that it is what it is. You right. know? I'm not going to be like, fuck, I gave you the best pussy <laughs> of <my life."> No. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, at the time it was right. And right. that's what it needed to be.
1: Right. Absolutely. And I, and I love some key things that you said about being committed to working it out with this person as they evolve. And we have to leave space for that evolution. Right. And it's interesting because me and my man, we have spoken about this and I've said how I'm committed to you in the present, which makes it seem like I'm giving myself a lot of wiggle room, but that's not necessarily the case because my goal is to be with you for an innumerable amount of days before us. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But can I guarantee 10 years from now or can I make a promise that you will be the one braiding my hair when it's 98% gray? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, I I I can't do that. But I know that every day that I wake up, I am, is a decision that has to be made. Mm-hmm. And right now, I foresee that my decisions will always be to choose you. Right, right. And if I see myself looking at option B, <laughs> I, part of my commitment to you is vocalizing that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and Absolutely. that's that's just what it is. Uh, you said something earlier that I want to give more, shed more light on. I don't know, sure if we said this on on mic or what, or or if not, but it was about possibly. Is there a possibility that we would travel down the celibacy road
0: again? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: yeah. What do you think the circumstances would have to be?
0: I mean, if I just don't feel like anybody in my life is. At this point in the game, now that I have graduated from the University of Celibacy um <laughs> straight A's baby. Straight A's baby, honor roll, cum uh-huh. laude. <laughs> uh, a valedictorian. Um, <laughs> I really, unless we are in love, yeah. or unless. You are the man that I'm going to marry or unless I really, 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 really need to get it in. And I feel like I've graduated from that place in my life. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. You don't know what the future holds. I hear that after 40 gets very horny. I don't know. Yeah. So um, find the right bottle of tequila, girl, and <laughs> anything can happen. <laughs> um, <laughs> but right now, unless I have something super hardcore in my life, I I would prefer to be celibate. Mm. Because being sexually active and single for girly cages is f and confusing. And Tracy Garrard. Seriously, God bless all you Samanthas that can just... (laughs) walk around town uh, yeah. skipping with no panties on and life is all good but right. for me I'm going home I'm writing sad art I'm listening to Amy Winehouse right. I am writing poems and ripping them up I ain't got time and you're distracted I am distracted and I'm emotionally entangled mm-hmm. and yes it makes good art but damn it's bad for the spirit Ooh. and I ain't got time for that right now because mm. I'm actually happy yeah you
1: do not need one in the same it's funny because you see that with a lot of people when they reference Keisha Cole or Mary J. Blige and right. they say they Best music comes like out of heartache, and you don't need to have these extreme experiences to create art. No, you don't.
0: Because, like, part of being an artist is finding
1: beauty in everyday circumstances. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. And that just means that when you are entangled, and if you are producing good art, that just means that you're paying more attention to how you feel, not because you want to, but because you have to, because you're the only one there to deal with it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's a good thing. That is the practice. That is the beauty in itself, the intimacy of yourself. Mm -hmm. Don't wait for bad circumstances to be forced to deal with yourself. Right. You don't need that. You can deal with yourself every day and it doesn't have to be a punishment. It can be a treat.
1: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Because there's a wide range of emotions that we are embedded with.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You know, it's not it, it can't just be all right when. You're on the scale and it has to be when you're at a zero or when or when you're out at a 100 in order to emote like every freaking day
0: you're feeling some way. Right, right. And you know what, though? I, th- I think it's important, too. And it's and it's not always only about always feeling happy. Like, you have to just express how you feel wherever you are at all times. Mm-hmm. You know, just really quick side note. Um, I just saw that James Baldwin documentary, I Am Not Your Negro. Oh,
1: how do you, how do you oh, feel about goodness it?
0: Goodness gracious. I was just up in there being like, church! It yeah. was so good. But there was one thing that I just want to touch on. And he was just like... Um, make sure that you are always sharing how you feel in public spaces on public platforms especially when how you feel is not happy
1: Mm. you have to be very
0: transparent about the authenticity of your feelings because Mm -hmm. what happened is that in the public world we share so much of like the positive feelings oh, yeah. that aren't that aren't controversial. Mm-hmm. And when you're alone, you feel like your personal feelings are wrong because they don't mirror what's happening in the public sphere. But what's happening in the public sphere is fake. Yes. You know, so that's why you feel like there's a disconnect. But it's not anything wrong with how you personally feel. It's the lack of exposure of Absol- personal feelings.
1: Absolutely, man. You know? And I think another thing to note with that, because I agree with everything that you said. But I think what's important is you are ready to share everything publicly when your self-esteem is not contingent upon the opinions of others oh
0: lord a lord a lord and that is a daily renewal <laughs> mm-hmm. that is a daily renewal and god almighty that's hard because this whole so- this whole society conditions you to give a fuck about what everybody else gives a fuck about mm-hmm. so like they say you know to be free is an act of rebellion mm-hmm. you know to live for yourself and to just be true to yourself is an act of rebellion so
1: I don't know if we're still going. Well, I guess this all ties together. At least it feels that way for me. But so what do you think, early, is the difference between honesty
0: and oversharing? So um, uh, I was looking into Sufism recently, mm-hmm. like I spoke to you about. Mm-hmm. and um, Give a little quick breakdown. Uh, Sufism is a branch of um islam islamic faith um but it's not as like devout and as like uh i guess they wouldn't really call it a religion Mm -hmm. anybody who's sufi don't come for me i'm just (laughs) saying what i have gathered she's
1: in sufi 101 right now
0: 101 okay (laughs) don't come for me i apologize please enlighten me but from what i've gathered um it doesn't seem as like devout it seems like it's recognizing the beauty of God in all areas in art, in nature, in beauty and philosophy. And anybody that's familiar with like the beautifully passionately poetic words of Rumi, he was a very popular Sufi and he would he writes these beautiful poems. But it's just the philosophy that God is everywhere and beauty is everywhere. When you sense a hint of beauty in life, that is just Sufism. That's what it's about. And mm. they do a lot of um, faith they practice a lot of their faith through dancing which obviously I'm a dancer and a choreographer mm-hmm. and that's so I'm all, I'm drawn toward that. Carly, why don't you just shout out your freaking site right now? Just do it. Come so on. So here we go. Um for anybody that's interested, uh, <laughs> I'm a dancer and a choreographer and I also teach women empowerment workshops mm-hmm. um and they sprinkle in uh, they come into many different genres of dance from dance hall to um, sensual dance. But you can check out freethefem.com, which is um, a sensual healing dance class that spell I teach. Spell it out. Spell it out. Free, F R E E, the T H E F E M, Fem, F fem, E M.com. And um, you can also check out Queen Moves24.com. And that is um, the umbrella dance company which I host many dance workshops and performances. So mm-hmm. check it out. All right. And back to our regularly scheduled programming. Yeah. So oh, yeah. oversharing versus honesty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyways, I was looking through Sufism and I came across this thing. And it said, before any words leave your mouth, you should ask yourself, they should go past these three gatekeepers. Okay, okay. The first one asks, is what's about to leave your mouth true? hmm And if it's true, you can move on to the second thing. The second thing is... Is it kind? Yeah. If it's kind, yes, it can leave your mouth. The third thing, and this is where a lot of people mess up, is it necessary? (laughs) And that's where a lot of people get lost. Mm. Um, Because
1: sometimes you're saying something just because you have a reaction that you need right now
0: and then you say well it's real so why not Mm -hmm. and it's true Mm -hmm. um but just because something's true so i'm going on record right now just because something's true does not mean that it needs to be said right isn't necessary and i think that that is the grave difference between information and the overshare
1: and necessary being does this what water someone's growth
0: does it serve a purpose yeah a real purpose outside of your own ego and self-fulfillment what is the purpose that this serves mm. you know
1: if could it also be outside your own shame because now i'm wondering to myself this is just becoming a relationship episode <laughs> hey valentine's day is on the way or i don't know i'm not actually gonna put this up all right anyways delete all of that um <laughs> <laughs> So, like, for instance, is it oversharing if, in my opinion, I'm going to say yes, but I'm interested in hearing what you have to say. Is it oversharing if you express to your lover that you found someone attractive today? Because you want to seem, like, so honest and that this is your homie and y'all can just be free. And I feel like going to that necessary point is not necessary because you're dating another earthling, They cannot just be this empty vessel that you pour your every freaking thought, every thought bubble that pops in your head over. I wish I knew the amount of seconds in a 24 hour cycle, but whatever the hell that is, you can't just pour it into this person. Yeah. Like they have imagination. They have
0: emotions. They have buried insecurities that you could just be digging at. That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's necessary. I see why someone would want to do it, but like you said, we're earthlings. We already know that on a daily basis, we find people attractive. Mm -hmm. So to feel that your partner is blind to everybody else in the world, but you is not realistic. You already know that that person finds other people attractive on a day-to-day basis. Mm -hmm. So almost the beauty of being in a relationship is that we can pretend mm-hmm. <laughs> that we're the only person that our guy or our gal has eyes for mm-hmm. realistically we know what the deal is but Absolutely. do we need it presented i don't know <laughs> i feel like that kind of just aggravates the fantasy yeah keep the powerpoint to yourself yeah 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 so yeah.
1: let me let me ask you this let's just say um a girl a woman excuse me queen a queen <laughs> a goddess mm. all of the above yeah asks you girdly I did my celibacy I have my king we decided to knock the boots that's what it's called I heard yeah but I'm also fantasizing about having sex with some other men is that wrong should I indulge should I be single what's going on (laughs) what'd you think son
0: <laughs> i think she needs to have a conversation with herself mm-hmm. about realistically what she wants to do
1: yes understand the motives yeah i mean and
0: whatever you gotta do you should do it if you feel like you having these terrible intrusive daydreams about a threesome you just should go have a threesome to even see if it's worth it. you think so yeah so get it out your system yeah i do
1: i got you a lot of times um what used to be the case for me i ain't gotta tell y'all in no judgment freaking zone okay if you don't understand there's no judgment zone, then I need you to press stop and go back to whatever the hell that you were doing. Bounce. Mm. But for a while, the only way that I could orgasm, I think I told you this, too, was by fantasizing about a threesome.
0: Isn't that crazy? I know I went through that, too. I was like,
1: <laughs> why am I the typical freaking bisexual? This is what they all say. I'm so dirty. All of this freaking shit. Blah, 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 blah. Um, and I've wondered, okay, should I completely... This is a very interesting conversation because I've also spoken to God. And I'm like, how does this fit into... your vision for me god is this like too sexual but if she's down and it's not even like you know we fed her any pills or we just kept her cup overflowing with adult beverages like she's down this is everyone is consenting and this is amplifying the love with my man and our physical connection like is it cool but I have, I don't feel like I've received an answer. <laughs> so I don't know if that's God's back that's facing me. <laughs> Part <Pardon> of my back. <laughs> right? He just put his headphones on or she just put her headphones on and was like, "Yo, bye. <laughs> I have no clue. But I'll tell you this. Sometimes I don't, I don't feel like every fantasy, fantasy of ours needs to be fulfilled.
0: No, I don't think so. I think, no, I don't.
1: I right. Because some things just play out well when I. I have full control, and the only way I have full control where the reins never leave my grip isn't in my imagination. Mm -hmm. Because who the hell? I cannot. I'm not freaking Gepetto. There's so many different possibilities that can happen when you someone else enters the realm, the Mm -hmm. scheme, the bedroom. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's like, OK, you could feel like you have the right girl or you can, you know, bring your ass to Dominican Republic and do what it do and pay the price. But then I'm like, what the hell is going on here? All it is for a freaking fantasy that I could have just had in my damn head.
0: Yeah, it's true. And we also
1: have to remember too,
0: like, OK, rock with me on this really quickly. OK, so like when you nut, right? Yeah, um, I am learning um, through experience, you know, uh, that there are two different kind of nuts there's like one that you just get because the feeling is just so good and it just naturally, it's biological. There is nothing psychologically that you're doing to make this happen. It just physically is happening to you.
1: Totally get that because there have been a couple times where a guy, I decided in the middle of a makeout session with a man that I was not into him, but I was so confused because my body was reacting. Right, 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 right. (laughs) In a way that said, you can have it all. Right. And I'm like, what? Mentally, I'm like, woo, we need a flurry of freaking red lights, stop signs, caution tape, do not enter. Right. <laughs> it was insane, but continue.
0: Yeah. So there's that. There's definitely that. And then there's, as we already know, there's that mental one where you just mentally think of something and the power complex involved in it is what really trips you out you know what i'm saying like and i think that's why so many people frequent like the threesome mm-hmm. idea the fact that you could uh captivate two people at one time to the point where they just need your body they're
1: tantalized oh, by yeah. your presence
0: yeah the power is what really um makes you go there mm-hmm. to bust that nut, you know so i don't know I'm, i've been thinking a lot lately about like where these nuts are coming from <laughs> Is this a mental perversion? You know, am I just playing with the idea of power? Mm. Am I turned on by power right now? You know what I'm saying? Or is my body just physically enjoying this situation? So, um, or else.
1: Do you just want to indulge in, like, it's kind of like a museum where you have all these works of art in one mm. space. And in this case, the work of art being another human body. Truth. You know what I mean? And it's crazy because when you think about... All of our, what is it called? Orif- orifice? Mm. Right? That's for all the holes that we have.
0: Interested. I don't know. Ty, that's
1: what the word is called? Pull orifice? Up, pull up your fancy screen. Look, let's, look, let's look that up real quick. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll, I'll say this sentence Word again. of
0: the day. Oh, shoot. I didn't freaking tell orifice. this boy what was going on. Hopefully I'm not
1: saying it wrong. Oh, n- this nigga gonna kill me. <laughs> Orifice. (sighs) O-R-I-F-I-C-E. An
0: opening as if a pipe or a tube or one in the body such as a nostril or anus. Yes. Okay. Mm. I was right. Orifice. So so it's a hole in your body? Yeah. Orifice.
1: Okay, so where where am I going with this? Um, Oh, yeah. Or when you think about all the orifices that we have on our body, besides like, well, the eye isn't really. Maybe the nostril. But your mouth, your vagina, your anal region often bring a lot of pleasure. And sometimes you just want to have at all at its peak Uh uh-huh i don't know guys unfortunately surprisingly i don't have
0: all the answers (laughs) (laughs) you don't that's what i came here for (laughs) sam
1: i true i truly don't so stay tuned maybe there'll be a no sex zone part three if Mm. i have a threesome (laughs) no i would be i have i don't i because i feel like if i can't have a conversation with god about it Something, something, something might be off because I have conversations about God with God about a lot of
0: things. (laughs) I don't. That's an interesting one. Yeah, I really have no comment because I'm constantly bewildered by that i'm like is it social conditioning that's making me feel like god is more prudent than he really is maybe i can't come to him and talk to him about that but maybe my intuition is telling maybe the reason why there's a conflict in my intuition is because in my heart with my third eye i know that it's wrong but i just don't know
1: right because like sexuality has been so taboo and criminalized over my gosh eras fuck a year over eras especially when it comes to women and it's like you're not supposed to think like that that's yeah. dirty but on the flip side we allow men to just roam free think about the Roman times motherfuckers bending each other over because <laughs> that's how much they needed sexual fulfillment now not to say just because someone else you know that whole like theory our mothers would be like oh, okay if everyone jumps off the bridge are you gonna jump off the bridge as well True that. and I feel like if everyone is being Served joy in a sense can it be wrong like is anyone being hurt it's not like a third girl or a a second no i'm sorry a second girl or a second dude is
0: stolen from some happy marriage yeah i don't know it's hard kid it's really hard because sex and intimacy because the sex isn't really just about sex Sex isn't just about sex for a lot of people. Sex is about power. Yeah, Sex is about love. Sex is about acceptance. So we can sit here and say, hey, it's all good. We're going into it with the best intentions. But you don't know how it can affect somebody later. You don't know where they are spiritually or emotionally. So it's, you
1: know. I'll tell you this. If I have a threesome, what I do know is it probably couldn't be planned. It would have to be in this moment. Everything is feeling right. Because my emotions are going to change all the time at that threesome shit. Well, then what
0: if they change after the threesome shit? Don't you think that would drive you crazy?
1: I don't think it would drive me crazy. I think I would just accept the fact that it wasn't for me. But in the moment, I enjoyed myself. And now it's over. Like, what real, real sin did I commit? I don't remember this being in the Ten Commandments. I know somebody's like, God oh, damn, Tracy. But it's, I mean, you know, if we go, if we judging
0: by the book, thou shall not <laughs> let fellow passengers ride a train on thee. It ain't there.
1: It ain't there, fam. It's like you go, you you checked out a restaurant. You was like, okay, everyone was saying this is the hottest place in town. You sat down, you ordered everything, you ate everything, and then you decided, I don't want to come back. And that's what it is. you don't go and write a bad review on yelp you're just like that is what it is (laughs) but the service was on point at the time you're just not trying to go back there's a little overload (laughs) these are all these are all theories only theories until you know proven anyway though i feel like um i feel like we covered a lot i was um i think i told you before i didn't think this was going to be a very long conversation but i definitely felt like it was needed and in closing what do you think are some key questions someone should ask themselves when deciding on a deadline i don't even want to use that word what do you think about that word deadline
0: uh it's not the best word
1: yeah what what can we say i think just the closing of the chapter yeah i like that yeah that's neat yeah what are some things yeah that someone should think about when they're deciding if they're ready to close this chapter of celibacy.
0: Um, I would ask them, are they comfortable? And by comfortable, I mean like, are you still horny? Are you howling at the moon? Is that (laughs) why you want to get rid of this celibacy contract? If you could comfortably continue being celibate, then I think that it's okay to stop being celibate. Mm. But if you are like, I am over this, if it's killing you, then I think that you still need to keep going.
1: Yeah, totally. I think to stack onto that, Um, ask yourself, am I being pressured by any outside sources Mm -hmm. to close this chapter prematurely? Yeah.
0: Um, and and if you are premature with it, um, just be easy on yourself, you know, like, and if you decide, you know what, I think that that was too early and I want to go back to being celibate. You do that. You know, there's, it's not really a virginity, you know, (laughs) it's not for real. It's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, you can have a third time where you lose your virginity it's your life it's your body you know
1: yeah be gentle if you have to hit the reset button Mm -hmm. but like you said this body of ours is the one house that we will live in till the casket drops Mm
0: -hmm. so really quickly tracy did you feel like your sexuality changed at all
1: my sexuality like your sex drive my sex drive I'm not as horny as I used to be. Exactly. Like there was a point in time where I was rushing home to masturbate, right? Like that was that was truly truly ridiculous. And I'll tell you why. It's because I was manifesting more lust in my life. Yeah. And I do have like those very very lusty moments. Don't get me wrong. Like come on. But yeah, no, it's not that crazy because I'm just For the most part, I'm just manifesting more love. Mm -hmm, That's mm -hmm. taking,
0: at times, taking form in sex. Right, but not all the time. Yeah. And that's the thing, too. You realize how malleable love is and how much depth it has to it. And it makes lust feel pretty shallow. And
1: that's also why... I'm not always like, oh, let's fuck, let's fuck, let's fuck, let's fuck. Because there are so many different shades of love that me and my man engage in where I will be so fulfilled by a conversation we're having at dinner where that feels like a suitable sex replacement. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, you know, sometimes you have an amazing meal and you don't necessarily need dessert. And it doesn't mean that dessert sucks. You looked at everything on the freaking menu and it just wasn't. Doing it. It's just, I'm so full.
0: Right. <laughs> and that's really the, that's why, in a nutshell, like the importance of celibacy so you can get past the the grand distraction of lust. Mm-hmm. Because lust will have you thinking that it is the grand pooba
1: mm-hmm. uh, right. of the situation
0: that sex is everything, sex is what you determine you you know the vitality and the health of your relationship and it's not it's such a small 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 factor and when you build up the discipline beyond celibacy then Mm -hmm. you start evaluating other things like conversation quality time the quality of the silence that you guys have with each other too how comfortable is that
1: Mm -hmm. you know that's
0: something that you're not paying attention to when you're being deafened by the loudness of lust you can't, you know, you're not paying attention to the beauty of silence that you have with somebody else. Girl. You know, just moments of stillness. Like, can you engage in that with somebody? And if you're constantly humping your chair, you're not going to care about stillness. You're not going to even have the discretion to recognize it for the beauty that it is. Oh, you know? absolutely.
1: Yeah. No, that is. <sighs> I think that's um, one of the key things. If I were to be single again, that I would look for in a partner how comfortable am I in expressing myself without words, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. without body, mm-hmm. just with the- simply, purely, authentically through energy? Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yo. Like that. That is a prerequisite for me.
0: One hundred percent.
1: Yeah. You do not get the key to my vagina with that. Without that. No. I mean. So I say right now. <laughs> we said we might evolve (laughs) but hopefully it's just evolving not devolving two different things you know my favorite line from cole the good news is nigga you came a long way (laughs) the bad Bad news is is, nigga nigga, you you went went the the wrong way way." i'm like no Cole. (laughs) like my number one goal in life is to not personify that line
0: killed me with that he killed me sheesh shout out to cole man yeah forever and the two Mm -hmm. mm-hmm yeah yeah just indefinite shout outs to
1: cole for that Mm -hmm. so i feel good about this burks how you feel i feel good i feel good yeah i feel like this is really thorough and i just wanted to make sure that we dotted all the i's and crossed all the t's Mm -hmm. on the subject of celibacy and there might be you know new little corners we realized we did not like dust off mm-hmm. and check out and if that is the case and you guys can always feel free to comment. Girdly real quick say how people can reach you and I'll say this again in the outro but since people are listening right now where can they find you on social?
0: Um, my Instagram name is Girdly you know what you gotta That's do it. so because <laughs> <laughs> that is at G-U-E-R-D-L-E-Y and my dance company which is Queen Moose is at Queen Moves. Twenty-four, and you can find both of those accounts on Instagram.
1: Perfecto, I love you, Bergie. I love you, Too Face. Sent to me from God—that is for <laughs> damn sure. And like I—I I don't know if I've said this out loud on Wax. I know I've definitely told you a couple of times, but I know you're one of my soulmates. That we will, and we will never have a divorce. Because we don't want each other. No. I don't want that girl. It's the biggest (laughs) blessing. I'm like, this woman, whatever I describe you, I'm like, girly is the black man's dream.
0: (laughs) But not mine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not necessarily this black woman's. But she is so gorgeous, so sexy, so everything. The quintessential fucking wife to me, but not for me. And I'm so happy for that because it leaves no room for breakups.
0: You understand? Not in our future, girl. So thank you for this conversation. No girl. problem. And thank you for your mutuality. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Always. Boom, bruh. Don't anyone dare try and tell me that I only shoot for surface, yo. Because I do my best to get thorough and to get deep, deep in these guts. <laughs> I don't know. I just felt tempted by it. So I grabbed it. yo. Know, that was wild and appropriate. <laughs> but I feel like all is forgiven. Anyways, um, so I'm not anticipating a no sex zone part three. <laughs> but again, I created something that I know will help anyone listening who's thinking about detouring from the SEK for a while or who's already on the path. Go to she'sbeautyandthebeast.com/slash celibacy contract and download my workbook, No Sex Zone: The Dope Woman's GPS for Navigating Celibacy. It will be your companion, your compass, your cheerleader throughout this journey of yours. Um, I really hope hope you enjoy it because I felt certainly fulfilled while creating it. Anyways, guys, quick end of episode housekeeping. If you like this episode, please do me a favor and leave a rating plus review in iTunes because that will propel us forward with new opportunities for growth. Also, I love when you guys hit me on social media. So again, you can always find me at I-T-S-T-R-A-C-Y-G, a.k.a. It's Tracy G everywhere. I am so appreciative of you. I am so appreciative of Girdley, of God. Of squats, of the internet, of fruit-infused water. And I want you to always remember to keep the soul lit. Love you. You best believe it. Talk to y'all later.
0: She's beauty in the <laughs>